Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Yeah! Hello! Hello and welcome. Welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing, the place where I show people how to escape the rat race using real estate. Got a great, great show for you today. Before I get started, I just I want to extend to you another thank you. A uh, uh, thank you for your support of the new podcast, Turnkey Real Estate Investing, because you know this past week it hit number one, new and noteworthy in the business section over at iTunes, and and uh, actually stayed there for several days. It's still kind of hovering around there in the top three or five, but it was for several days. It was right there ahead of the big names, the big hitters in podcasting, like Pat Flynn and John Lee Dumas, their new podcasts, and. That is all a credit to you and your support of Turnkey Real Estate Investing, that show. So thank you very much. Uh, last weekend's Grub and Grow Rich event in San Francisco was a massive success. And when I say massive, I mean I got to meet past clients for the first time. That's always fun. That's that's worth the, the price of admission alone. Um, it's, I got to meet current podcast listeners and I got to meet the important people that they brought with them. So I got to meet the family and friends of podcast listeners and it's just awesome. I just, I love these events. And and by the way, there's nothing for sale at these events. That was kind of disappointed some people. (laughs) You know, one particular person uh, tried to call me out in front of the group and from the back of the room and, and she asked, how much is this going to cost me? And I got to tell you, it caught me off guard a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. And I had a very long answer. But but in a nutshell, the answer is nothing. There's nothing for sale here. It's not going to cost you anything. There's nothing to buy at these events. I lead these events from a place of real estate is a people business. I understand that. Every piece of real estate that you buy or sell will be from or to another person. So I know that if I want to buy or sell real estate, it's in my best interest to meet new people and continue to interact with those people. And, you know, after we've had all we can eat and all we can drink, and I've answered all of the real estate questions that are there in the room, I know one of three things are going to happen. Okay, one of three things. And this is why I go. This is why I hold these events. Either one, I'll get a few new clients. That's I'm in the business of real estate, so I'll get a few new clients. And or two, I'll get a few new investor partners. I'm constantly buying new stuff and building up my own portfolio. I've got the new hedge fund and maybe I find a new investor or partner there. And or three, I'll get a new friend. I'll get a few new friends. And regardless of where the each guest falls in those three categories, even if they're all just new friends, all are 100% okay with me. It's a people business. And I know what's possible for me and what's possible for you and our futures, it it lives inside of groups of people, interacting with groups of people. And that can be a small group. It can be a small group of just two or three people that you get together with on a regular basis and have coffee. It can be medium-sized groups like these Grub and Grow Rich events of of just 10 to 20 people and and, just kind of breaking bread and talking shop together. Or it can exist in large groups of 50 or more like your RIA club meetings or a mastermind group or, or even entire cities or even entire you know, states to some extent. What's possible for you and your future lives within your positive interaction with people. And at our Grub and Grow Rich events, that opportunity is as much available for you as it is for me. Because people in attendance end up doing business together. They end up being friends. And I'm not even involved in that. Our next event is February, February 11th in Laguna Beach, Laguna Beach, California. 
We're going to be doing all the grub and grow rich until the till or all the grub and grow rich events on the west coast in our warmer climates until the wind blows over. But then we'll be moving our way east. So if you want to attend, but you know why do you always do them in California? It's just because it's warm here right now. We're coming east, so so be patient. But our next event is February 11th in Laguna Beach. So go to grubandgrowrich.com, grubandgrowrich.com for the details. And something new that I'm doing this year, this past event in San Francisco was the very first time that I tried it, and that is holding a meeting before the meeting, quote unquote, a mastermind meeting for the purpose of advancing the business of those in attendance. It's a special meeting to talk about your actual specific real estate investing business. And and currently, my one-on-one coaching clients, they're all members. If you'd like to attend as a guest, you may do that. And the details for that are also at grubandgrowrich.com. And so we're always going to be having a meeting before the meeting. And the bigger that that mastermind group meeting group gets, the bigger that those meetings will be. I mean, in a time, time span. Right now, it's just a two-hour meeting before the meeting. And, you know, when we start adding more and more people to that, it's going to be three hours, four hours, five hours. It might even turn into a weekend eventually. I plan on um, extending membership opportunities to you in the very near future to become a permanent member. And I actually had plans to roll that out this past December, but I'm having a hell of a time, you know, trying to figure out how to explain what a mastermind group is in a way that you or anyone that would stand to benefit from a mastermind group would understand why they should get involved, why they must join. So I'm still kind of at a loss on how to do that. So I haven't really shared it yet. I'm, I'm making some progress, but I'm not quite there yet. And as I just can't quite articulate the benefits that I've received from the mastermind group that I belong to. But obviously I got plenty out of it because I just renewed my membership this year and it wasn't even a consideration as to whether I should or not. It was a no-brainer. I mean, I've had some of my uh, mastermind group members right here on this show, many of them that you've heard their names, uh, Joe McCall, Jack Bosch, Sean Terry, Todd Toback, all of which are the real deal, especially when it comes to this new age of of gurus, I guess. For lack of a better word, I'll call this new age of gurus, educators, people that teach, people that coach. And here's what I mean. We all make a lot more money from the real estate that we do than the education and coaching that we sell. You know, looking back at your more recognizable names in the real estate guru space for the last, I don't know, several decades, I'm not sure if you can say that. Just as I've seen a little bit behind the scenes, I'm not sure that you can say that they make more money in real estate than they do from selling their products. That's just been my observation. And That's one thing that we all have in common in this group is that we're constantly trying to combat that the the way that the general population has been conditioned that anyone that teaches real estate investing is some sort of scam artist or, or what they're selling is just too good to be true and it's not going to work. And that's really unfortunate for this particular group of people that I interact with inside of my mastermind group because those guys are rock stars when it comes to real estate investing. Yes, they're rock stars as educators. They're rock stars as coaches. But they're bigger rock stars. They're doing a whole lot more in their real estate investing business than they are in their education business. So we all meet actually in this mastermind group for the purpose of not becoming better teachers or marketers, but we're there to become more successful real estate investors. And and what blew me away the first time that I attended this group was noticing that most of the people that I just mentioned, including myself, we were all mostly, mostly small fish in this pond. 
you know, of the 60 or 70 members, there are maybe a half a dozen that teach as well as do. But, but the other 60 or so, they are nothing but doers. <laughs> they don't teach at all. You'll never hear of them. They don't coach. You wouldn't know them if, if they passed you on the street. And that's why I had to renew because that's where my aspirations are in becoming a much more successful real estate investor. I mean, I own 240 plus rental units and I fix and flip or wholesale more than 100 properties a year. And I often feel inadequate in this group when I, when I attend my mastermind meetings. So if you're doing well in your investing business already and you aspire to do more, perhaps this is something you'd want to look into. And I'd be happy to make the introduction. It ain't cheap, though. I'm going to warn you. It ain't cheap. And, uh, and if you're not ready, that's okay. You still should be looking into some sort of group that you can get involved with in, uh, with like-minded people that are on the same road, on, on the same journey as you. Perhaps joining the Epic Inner Circle Mastermind Group once I have a way in place for you to join. <laughs> Maybe that would be a good stepping stone. I don't know. I still need to figure out how to present it to you so that you would see the value it can offer you to you and your business. So what I decided to do today is invite the organizer, the leader of my mastermind group onto the show. And maybe he can articulate the benefits of how belonging to a quality mastermind group can significantly propel your business forward. And not just propel your business forward, but in a way that you skip over, you skip right over challenges and roadblocks that are essentially eminent and that are very common to, to building a successful real estate investing business. And then after, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to rerun my interview with Robert Kiyosaki. I aired the video this past Financial Freedom Friday, this last Friday, but I know some of you don't like videos. I've heard that from uh, from you via email, you know, just kind of depending on your audio device of choice, sometimes it's a bit of a pain to listen to and, and watch a video. So for your convenience, I'm going to run the audio portion of the interview at the end of this episode. So if you've already watched it on Friday, it's the exact same interview, just the audio. But if you hang out until the end, I'm going to share with you how I'm giving out 50 copies of Robert Kiyosaki's new book, Second Chance, and how you can get a copy. So up next, a very accomplished investor in his own right and leader of a mastermind group that hosts upwards of 60 of the most successful real estate investors in the entire country, Mr. Jason Medley. And we'll talk to him in 30 seconds right after this. Have you ever wondered how some investors seem to get the inside scoop and snatch up all the deals? Wonder no more. The secret to finding deeply discounted properties has been exposed, and it lies within your ability to find motivated sellers. Go to findmotivatedsellersasap.com and download their proven five-step checklist to find motivated sellers in any market. findmotivatedsellersasap.com. Deeper discounts, less secrets. findmotivatedsellersasap.com. Okay, on today's show, I'm joined by Mr. Jason Medley. Jason, welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. Mr. Terry, I'm honored to be here. Looking forward to having some fun today. Yeah, always. It's always fun with you, so I'm looking forward to the same. Uh, let's get started. Just kind of tell us uh, how you got started in real estate. What's, what, just give us a background and what led you into real estate. Sure. Um, to, you know, to be honest, I got started in real estate, what is it, 2015, back in 2000. I had been a a corporate guy, uh, really from the time I graduated college until I was, I guess, 28, 29 years old. And I got sick and uh, really, really, really sick. My health was in question. And I had to actually, I was sick, sick to the point where I had to take uh, short-term disability. I was, I was really, really kind of fighting for my life. Mm. 
and had to take short-term disability. And as uh, I began to mend, if you will, um, that short-term disability uh, ran out. It's called short-term for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that short-term disability ran out, and I basically had a choice. I had to go back to work. Or I had to figure something out. So um, I went back to work, the corporate world, and they were ready for me to sprint, and I was barely able to crawl. I just was mm. physically unable to do it. And uh, I was actually refinancing my home at the time, and this young buck, uh, similar to my age at the time, in his, his mid-20s, um, came to get my documents for my refinance, and he pulled up in a brand-new convertible, black-on-black Porsche 911 Targa. Mm. And I said, how did you get that? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, doing this. And I said, well, are you guys hiring? And uh, he said, "Uh, I I don't know if we are, but I can probably get you a job and well-connected in that business. And so before you know it, um, you know, I had been reduced down to a point where, you know, when you're helping question money, uh, it, it's kind of it's funny given I just talked about the Porsche, but you don't really care. You're, you're uh, my aversion to risk was it's like, hey, I just survived almost dying. Um, anything else doesn't seem too risky, so let's 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 try something too. And I left the corporate world, and uh, in Florida at the time, you had to work for a year under someone else before you could open your own brokerage. Had always wanted to be an, an entrepreneur or, or, or play by my own rules per se, and so. Um, started a more, or I should say, worked for uh, a gentleman for a year. As soon as that year was up, got my own mortgage broker's license, and uh, and got into the game that way. And have been in real estate and finance since 2000. So I'm going on 15 years. I have done just about, um, you know, so many different facets and niches to real estate. So I hesitate to say this, but I've done a lot of different things. I I had the brokerage for uh, I think seven years. I done short sales. I have had a, a pretty sizable transactional funding company, um, have flipped houses and you know, lent hard money. And uh, now my, uh, my primary gig, if you will, is running a mastermind called The Collective Genius. So that is uh, my story in a nutshell, if you will. That's, that's how it all started, how the magic happened. I can't believe I've never, as long as we've known each other now that, and as many times we've talked, I've never even asked that. How selfish of me. <laughs> it's funny that, I mean, we just had dinner and had some pretty personal conversations just a month ago, and I don't know if you shared some things with me and I shared some things with you, but it's funny, I didn't really, we didn't really get uh, didn't down go that to that far. nitty-gritty. Yeah, right? yeah, but uh, that was a very defining moment mm-hmm. um, in my life, you mm-hmm. know, it was just like... Uh, you know, like I said, after something like that happens, uh, I can remember praying, just let me out of these four walls, because I spent a very, very long period of time, over two years in the hospital, and I was just like, I was like, I'm going to get out of here and set the world on fire, because you're, like I said, I wasn't married, I had kids yet, my, my risk tolerance was very high after getting my health back, you know, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can survive that, I can, right. I can handle anything. And so, Is uh, it too personal of a question to ask you what you were ailed with? Um, no, I had a digestive disorder called ulcerative colitis. Um, mm-hmm. It can be, people can get, you know, oh, yuck, you know, but yeah, that's that's the reality of it. I was, I struggled uh, pretty badly. I uh, fought it for about two years. 
um, and had to have a uh, in and out of the hospital for two years. Uh, a lot, like months and months and months. I I normally walk around about 180, 185 pounds, and I got down into the low one teens. Oh, wow. um, yeah, yeah. I was. I remember laying in the bed trying to sleep on my side, and my knees would cl- kind of clack together because uh, I was so skinny. But, uh, you know, I've been blessed uh, with a second chance. Um, I'm back. I'm healthy. I, I'm 42 years old right now, and I could probably I, – I, I give the young some of the younger guys, my friends at the gym, a hard way to go sometimes because I tell them, don't let the old man creep up on you. <laughs> 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 um, so, you know, take good care of myself. Still feel very young. Uh, like I said, I have a, a second chance. And, um, you know, have, uh, have, have as, as far as I know, have beaten uh, have beaten that and, and feel good and I'm healthy and, uh, and have been blessed uh, in many, many ways since being, give, being given that second chance. Super. Well, Thank God yeah. you're here still, because uh, you've had yeah. <laughs> you've had quite an impact on my life in, in just 12 months, and uh, I'm grateful for our paths crossing. Um, As I am you, my friend. Uh, As awesome. I am you. Thank you. Um, okay, so you know you you've gone through kind of you went through everything depending on what the the market was throwing at you at the time. You know you did, yeah. you were a broker, then you went into short sales, the transactional funding, you're flipping houses and your hard money, yeah. and you still do a little bit of some of that. But uh, your your big deal right now is running a mastermind. So how did yes. that come to fruition? Well, um, you know the the reality of it, it it started for one reason and it's flourished for another. Um, I was in, uh, gosh, I don't know, maybe five years ago, I was in another mastermind. Uh, it was the first mastermind I ever been ever belonged to, and I was kind of a. I was an educator, kind of, kind of like yourself, kind of like what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Podcasts weren't the big thing back then, but, um, you know, webinars and, and growing lists and all that kind of stuff were. And uh, I I was in a mastermind, and I was, you know, I can remember a close friend of mine. Let's pause for um, just a second, Jason. As far as just what's your definition of a mastermind? Because I have a really hard time of defining it verbally. I mean, I know what it is, but how do you describe that to somebody? What is a mastermind? <laughs> Well, it makes you feel any better, dude. <laughs> I do it for a living, and when people ask me what I do, I've just gotten to where I say I'm in real estate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because, um, the reality of it is, is, is a mastermind is, and, and, and the first thing I'd like to say before I define it is, is, it is a term that is often overused and what I would consider abused. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people use that term and abuse that term uh, because they get some folks together and there's usually one person who is the leader of that group and the burden of progress for that group of folks falls on that individual. And and to me, um, that is quite the exact opposite of what a mastermind truly is. Um, a real mastermind is when, um, and it, it's usually, uh, you know, when you get together with folks that are uh, very talented, um, who are successful, uh, who are driven, and uh, we get together and we share ideas with one another. Hey, what are you doing right now that is helping you be successful? Will you share that with me so I can go put it to work? And, and by the way, um, now that you've told me what you're doing to be successful, what are you, what, how is that, what challenges has that success created, or what struggles are you having? Mm-hmm. And how can the group as a unit um, come together to help you overcome those challenges? And 
I think a more practical way to answer that would kind of be give some examples. I mean, you're in the real estate space, you're in my mastermind, and I'm sure your listeners obviously are familiar with real estate. And so one of the ways, um, you know, that, uh, for example, somebody could, uh, you know, come into CG and, um, you know, like, for example, I've got a, a gentleman who, uh, his name is, is, is Ken, Ken Gorsini. He's invested money. Uh, with another one of my members, Mike, Mike Vonick out of New York. Well, Mike turns around because Mike's a, a lender. Mm-hmm. Mike then takes that money and lends it to folks in CG who are rehabbers. Um, some of those folks in CG who are rehabbers, their business is growing because they've been introduced to hedge funds who are buying deals from them, and they've been introduced to those hedge funds from other members. And so, really, it's 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 when a, a, a group of folks come together. And they, it's, it's, they're highly connected. Um, and they basically help each other get to the next level, uh, in their business through those connections, through sharing their systems, their strategies, their ideas. And, um, because typically when you reach a certain level in business, it's difficult, uh, to share and don't take this the wrong way. It's certainly not meant to, to come across as condescending, but when you're one of the quote-unquote bigger fish in your marketplace, it's difficult to share your challenges or your struggles with other people because, you know, for lack of a better term, the smaller fish don't have the same problems or challenges. Right. So the relatedness we kinda isn't stick there. The, yeah, we kind of stick a bunch of big fish in a bowl, and everybody helps each other. Um you know, hey, you're, you're struggling with that, Matt. Don't worry about it, too. I've been there, done it, licked it three years ago, you know, got it systematized, I've removed myself from it, and I'll just basically give you everything you need. Don't worry about it. I, I got you covered, right? Mm-hmm. Got the black eye, fixed it, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to help you. And so something that may take you, you know, a year to overcome, maybe you get that kicked in 60 days or two months because someone is going to guide you and hold you by the hand or whatever it may be. And so, um, you know, and, and the other thing that I'll share, which to me is really critical in defining a mastermind, is the burden of content is spread equally among the members because they are high-level individuals. Uh, I lead the mastermind, um, the collective genius, but I, I, it's not that I don't share content or add value, but it's probably a half a percent of the 100% because that content, that value, those systems, those strategies, those problems being solved, are that's done by by the existing members, folks like Matt, right? Mm-hmm. They all help each other. And so to me, that's key because a lot of times when that, that word is used and abused, um, it's not really a mastermind. You can't get um, a, a ton of people who've never flipped a house in a room together with one guy who's flipped a ton and expect the, those individuals to help one another. Maybe the the leader can help them, mm-hmm. but the folks who've never flipped a house are, tip, are probably not going to help each other. And so right. that's, you know, that was long-winded, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm looking for a two-sentence definition of this, and I thought you'd be the perfect one to give it to me, but uh, you've got several well, sentences. Well, I mean, I could do just... it, but you didn't tell me that before I started slapping my gums now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like it. It's very descriptive, in it, and I think that helps a lot. So so let's go back. You were a part of a mastermind group, and what? Yeah. Say, uh, say, uh, say it again? Oh, back from where I, where I cut you off. You were a part of a mastermind group, and then you got the idea. Yeah, I was... I was part of a mastermind group. Mm-hmm. This was like five years ago, five, six years ago. And a close friend of mine 
um, who I was there with said, why, why don't you do this? Because I, I had a, a funding business at the time, a transactional funding business at the time, and I was very connected um, to, one, a lot of talented investors. I knew that because I knew they were coming to us repetitively for money, which means they were flipping a lot of houses or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I had grown the business by being connected through a lot of educators, people who taught folks how to flip. And I would basically say, you teach them, I'll fund them. And so I would go to a lot of their events and their, their seminars and and so forth. And so I, I had just gotten to be in a kind of a blessed place as far as being well-connected in my space. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's usually what it takes to, you know, to lead a, a, a good mastermind is being well-connected. And uh and so, you know, I said, uh, I'm going to do it. And, um, you know, what's funny too, now that you're asking me about this, I mean, it's, it's neat to see how uh, an idea moves from an idea into a thought, into something that's written, into something that's actually manifested. When I moved into the house I'm in right now, maybe about a year ago, I found the notepad. You know, just the old yellow notepad um, from like five years ago where I had written down the first date I was going to have it, how I was going to market for it, all that. And it was really kind of neat to see kind of a, a moment of your life flash before you. Like, wow, that that, that moment in time was when I said, hey, I'm going to go try this. I'm going to mm-hmm. go do this, right? And um, here we are. Here we are uh, five years later. That's awesome. So it's five years yeah. Collective Genius has been in existence? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're right at. Uh, I think March will be five years. Got it. Uh, month, two months. And how many members? Uh, right now, I think I'm about at eighty-seven. And uh, you know, for the first couple of years, it was really kind of a side project for me. Um, I was I was very consumed with the funding business, and um, I didn't really see the potential it had. Nor had I found, if if you will, a passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as that business began to dissipate, the, the funding business, because, you know, if you've been in real estate long enough, you know, things change. <laughs> daily. Um, things go, yeah, daily. Yeah. Uh, and they go through cycles. Um, that, that niche business began to dissipate. And so I took my foot off the gas of that and put it on the gas of, of the collective genius. And, um, at the time, I can be honest with you, when, you, when your main business, your core business begins to gasp. It can be a little bit scary, mm-hmm. um, even if you have other additional sources of income. Um, but it has truly turned out to be uh, a blessing for me because I've seen, one, how this business enables me to have uh, an impact in so many different ways, not just professionally, which, you know, it's obviously a professional, quote-unquote, business-oriented organization, but not just professionally, but, you know, mentally, spiritually, physically, um, in a lot of different facets, how it's enabled me um, to impact a lot of people's lives. Um, and in addition, as a business model, um, it's tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, until I got focused on it and put my heart behind it, I didn't necessarily see all of that. Right. Um, and initially was concerned, you know, oh gosh, my core. And then, but it's, it's really turned out to be a blessing, if anything, that... Mm-hmm. This is this is my baby now. Yeah, a blessing to you and blessing to many others. Eighty-seven of them, I can think of for sure. Um, when this is the your group is the first you know organized structured group that I, that I've ever belonged to. But I have been involved in other um, I don't know if you call sessions or weekends or retreats with you know a lot of smart people, a lot of successful people, and 
you know, I'm always going in expecting to get one thing and I walk out getting something so much better that was just so unexpected. And one thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, you went into creating Collective Genius with certain expectations, certain goals. What's what's something that's, that you've gotten out of there that just was so much bigger than what you originally planned to get for yourself? Oh, gosh. I, immediately, the first thing that comes to my mind is that I can promise you that my financial future, my, my retirement, per se, um, will look totally and completely different um, because of what I have taken away from some of the members of the Collective Genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's a, a gentleman, uh, in fact, his name is Jeff Watson, um, close friend of mine, member of the Collective Genius for several years. and. You know, for a while, I was so busy about making, so busy trying to make money, I wasn't focused on keeping it. And one of the things that I can tell anybody who's who's listening is that once you reach a certain level, um, I I would even write this down because I I probably had to hear this for two years before I embraced it, right? And I missed those two years, um, unfortunately. But with that said, hope me you can take take from this and, and not make that same mistake is. When you reach a certain level where you're making a certain amount of money, you, you have to spend as much time focusing on how to keep it as you do making it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff Watson began to tell me that, and that's through the, the proper type of investing, um, the proper types of, of tax strategies. And he used to be in my ear constantly, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. I'm just, you know, make it, make it, make it, make it. Um, and then when you figure out at a certain level the government becomes your your business partner, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you get a new business partner. Um, I started to pay attention, and I can tell you when I look at where I'm at right now, and based upon what I learned from this group, where I will be in fifteen to twenty years by keeping my nose to the stone and following the strategy uh, that I have. It will be entirely different if I had been left to my own vices, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just one of many, many, many things. If you ask me for one, okay, um, give, give me a second one. And I, and I have, um, I have a. Uh, there's a method to my madness right now, but give me a second one. Sure, sure. Um, this group has helped me realize um, that. You know, and, and I got my butt kicked back in '06, '07. You know, I had to start from scratch, and have been very blessed to be really have been very blessed to rebuild. But with that said, um, this group has helped. And again, it's something you hear, but sometimes you have to be knocked in the head with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a very vague, general type. But it, this group has helped me understand that I need to be a master marketer. Um, my, my business is a conduit. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I'm a, I'm a, I have to be a marketer at heart. Whether, you know, I got my butt kicked because I wasn't a good marketer, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't also very financially savvy. But and so, it has constantly uh, made me aware that I have to become a, an intelligent. Uh, dude, you you saw the, the the video invitation that I gave out at at, at CG, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. I probably would have never put the efforts and energies into that if it weren't for this group, if it weren't for the people in the group, right? I got that idea from someone in the group. So it has helped me. Uh, that, 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 that dollar amount is probably not quantifiable mm-hmm. um, in, in truly embracing the fact that, you know, 
Great. And I'll get, here's how, the best way I could describe it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this is another perfect example. Through that marketing, I've come to understand positioning. And um, let's say, let's go back three years. I had a similar product with the similar caliber of real estate investor in it. My mastermind was still great, still awesome, high caliber folks, as it is today. However, I used to, okay, I used to do um, full marketing, right? I would pursue my customers. You've got to come check out the collective genius. You've got to come check out. The, it's going to change your business. I'm going to put you in a room with the brightest, most talented investors from across the country. It'll change your business, blah, blah, blah. you got to, you know, I was, I was pulling um, instead of positioning from a place where I was more or less pushing. And what that means is um, I don't do that anymore. I'm, I've moved into a place where someone has to qualify in order to come. They have to go through an application process. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't only tell them what I'm going to help them with, but they have to tell me what they're going to contribute or what they're going to bring to the table. And making that shift from a marketing standpoint has changed changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's absolutely no doubt about it. And that's applicable no matter what space you're in, whether it's real estate or or whatever. Right. Um, you know, and we, we can get granular if you want to talk about, you know, deals and stuff like that. But I'm I'm you know, we're having a high level conversation, so sure. I'm trying to keep it Keep it high level. Sure. Yeah. And, and the reason I asked that question, I asked it, you know, and said, give me a second one, is because I think that's one of the better ways to describe the benefits that come out of a mastermind because they're not always tangible. You know, you, you get the, the tangible things. You get an additional business partner or a couple of new clients or, you know, you get a tip that saves you money in your business. You get that. That's, that's going to happen. But the bigger things that you don't expect to come out of when, you know, a bunch of like-minded folks that are smart and successful get together, you know, that that's because I'm getting ready to, yeah. I, I wanted to, to, um, and I'm also asking for somewhat of a self-serving reason as well, is I'm going to put that kind of structure inside of my academy. We're, we're traveling all over the country in 2015 doing our property tours for Cashflow Savvy. Uh, we're doing our Grub and Grow Rich events that the night before was kind of a cocktail party where we talk real estate and eat and drink, be right. merry. And what I want to, what I'm putting in place this year is kind of a meeting before the meeting. And that's going to be open to my, my coaching clients, but I also want to open it up to um, some other Academy members that, uh, you know, that, that are a little bit more further along in their business. And I wasn't just, I'm just kind of stuck on how I share this with people, how I explain what it is and, and how I, for all intents and purposes, promote it, you know? Yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me try and help with that. Um, when you're when you're in business, especially when you're when you're you're getting started, you you can come you can be in a place where you feel that you have to know everything. And and how do you do that? Right? It's overwhelming. And the beautiful part about a mastermind or surrounding yourself with other people who are playing at a high level, who are talented, who are skilled, who are intelligent, who are driven, is that you don't need to know everything if you know people that do. And, you know, that's the way that if you're trying to describe it to people, um, you know, is how I would describe it. Is Sometimes, um, you know, if, if you're looking to get started in this business or take things to the next level, it can be daunting in regards to how do I do that? What's the business structure? How do I pay my salespeople? 
if I want to go into expand into a new market that's two hours away, how do I rehab houses two hours away if I don't live there? Like, it can it can be a daunting, uh, you know, like how do I do? And the beautiful part about it is, is when you surround yourself with other experts, it becomes one far more simple, and it, and the process of growth and success is expedited exponentially. Mm-hmm. I mean. You know, I'll give you I'll give you a perfect example, right? We can get granular on my side, right? We've talked about some of the higher level things, my financial future, that kind of da 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 da. But a perfect example for me would be we were talking, and, and this may not resonate with folks because they haven't seen it, but I had created a marketing piece, and Matt, Matt saw this at, our, at the last mastermind we were at. I created a marketing piece. And it's it's a very high-level, glossy invitation. Inside of it, it's got a five-inch LCD screen. And when you open that invitation, my message begins to play. That piece was given to me or shown to me by one of my mastermind members. The funnel in which that video tells you to go through was created because I saw another one of my members, uh, his funnel, was basically like that. I should say he hired a consultant um, who built a funnel that I was that was performing immaculately. So I went and hired the same consultant. Again, it's those connections. It's, I mean, everything about that piece, Matt. You saw. I'd love to claim the brilliance behind it, but nothing of it was original on my part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right? But it did um, make you look brilliant, absolutely. So yeah, it may, and it's gonna and, and it's it's crushing right now. The pieces. Um, and, and I didn't come up with any of it. None of it was my idea. I, mean, I had to execute. Obviously, I had to implement, make it happen. And it was there's some blood, sweat, and tears behind it. But my point in being is that every piece of it, every facet of it, the brochure itself shown to me by a member, the design of, on the brochure, a designer that a collect, another collective genius member uses, the funnel that the, the brochure drives those people into. <laughs> replicated by a consultant that I had hired because another one of my members had, it's all of it was made possible mm-hmm. because of the, the connections and the, Hey, Jason, let me help you with that. Let me help you with this. Oh, by the way, when I did it, I had this challenge. Let me, the, I don't want you to have that same problem. So let me tell you about what happened, right? It's, there's nothing like an MDM. Think and grow rich. I mean, if you haven't read that book, you should, um, the study of the most successful titans in the history of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And that study revealed one most common denominator for the success of those titans, and that is that they had a mastermind group. Right, right. That's simple. Chapter 13. Yeah, yep. I mean, it is that simple. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sweet. go read it. I encourage anybody who's listening to go read that. That was the common denominator. All of those titans... The Rockefellers, the Chase, all of them. What's your what's what's the biggest single most important factor that's helped you be successful? Mm-hmm. And that is they had a mastermind of other highly talented individuals that helped them with their business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and as you're listening right now, Jason is talking about uh, from more from his mastermind and what he's gotten out of it because that's what I asked him. And he's talking about the marketing perspective and the ideas that come from there. But it has also translated is, I mean, it's a, it's a real estate investor's mastermind. So he's coming from a marketing perspective. And, and one of the things that I learned out of that is that 
you know, we are not real estate as investors. We are not so much focused on how, how to make money and how to keep it. That's the easy part. The difficult part is, is understanding that the foundation of your business is lead generation. And to generate high quality leads, that begins with the high level aptitude for marketing and good systems in place. So that's where the marketing, I just kind of want to bring it back to a real estate conversation because a lot of people might be, you know, well, I'm not, I don't have a runner mastermind, so I don't need this five inch LCD screen thing. No, but the, the point is, is the idea that, that came from there. And those, so many of those ideas, I mean, they're, we're, we've trans, uh, totally transformed our business. We're in the midst of doing it this very second and we're almost complete. And my whole business now is gonna be so much easier and smoother because of the implementation of Podio. I mean, there's some absolute wizards <laughs> that make Podio do stuff that I don't even know if Podio knows that it does. That and, and I've gotten all of those ideas from there. Uh, I got one tweak on on my, just that this was my very first meeting. I think the very first or second person that I saw uh, stand up and kind of share what they do was one little tweak to my HUD statement allowed me to hire somebody to take care of all of my paperwork, all of my transactions, totally compensate them and carve out an extra little uh, spot of profit for myself. That right there in my very first meeting, that was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> and, it, and it goes on and on and on. And you know those types of things, you just never know what you're gonna get. But this is what I've found is that you typically get something much bigger and better than what you actually went in for. It exceeds your expectations because you know, if, if you were expecting it or if you thought of it, then you might not need the mastermind. The point is, is that these bigger and greater ideas come from a, a collective group of masterminds, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's the thing that I would drive home to is that, you know, we're talking a lot about business and marketing and real estate. And the reality of it is, is that a good mastermind, if run by a solid human being, is going to give you so much more than a business perspective. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are growth. Growth is not always measured in more. Um, we got guys, you know, Matt, like just just like was what Matt just said. He has been focusing on simplifying his business. Who cares if you make a dollar or ten million dollars if you don't have the time to live your life and enjoy it? Right. So it's not just about making money. It's about making that money to serve you and ensuring that you have enough time, personal time, to enjoy it. Mm. And so what I'm getting at is, is that, you know, you, you may want to set uh, professional goals, but a mastermind will also help you set per, uh, personal boundaries. Mm. Um, so you're not sacrificing your com entire life uh, to make a certain amount of money. Because if you're working 12, 14 hours a day, who cares? You don't, it doesn't matter if you're making 10 bucks or 10 million, you don't have time to spend it. Right. right. Or enjoy it. Yeah. You know? You know, one of the, um, one of the mantras that, uh, that you, that frequently comes out of your mouth is, is how to make more by doing less. And that yeah. whole group is focused on doing that. And we are making more by doing less. And I think everyone in that in the, the group is, is making more by doing less or is very close on their way to doing so. Well, and I, the other thing that I would say too is, is focus is it, it, when you're by your, when you're by yourself, you can get pulled in a hundred different directions and you get excited about all these different opportunities. And oftentimes you don't have anyone to, to kind of bounce them off of. Mm -hmm. And, um, having being staying focused uh, and having accountability 
um, is also something that a, a mastermind will provide you. Is you have a group of peers where, you know, if you've got this shiny object flying around your face and you, oh, I'm going to do that. And you, you, now you have a, a group uh, of peers to go and bounce it. And, no, Matt, no, John, let me tell you, think about it from this perspective. Um, you know, great, you can make an extra $100,000 doing that, but what if, you know, you took the same amount of time and bought more rental properties long-term over a 30-year period? What's that cash flow look like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so people to give you a different perspective and help keep you focused. Because um, if you have drive, focus is such a, it's a, diff- it's a difficult thing to maintain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the ambition can sometimes be uh, an em- enemy of the focus for sure. Yes, ungoverned ambition is is, is the dangerous uh, aspect. Right. And because the thing about it is, when you go there, you're going to share what that what your ambitions are. And when you're in a mastermind, you're going to see those individuals again. Mm-hmm. And what more do you want? Do you want to show up having not accomplished any of your ambitions mm-hmm. or your goals? No, that's you know, to be honest, that's embarrassing. Right, right. So there's, there's just a multitude of, of dynamics uh, that go into a mastermind outside, above and beyond just growing your business. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jason, I am, I am so grateful for you, and I want to I wanna do you a favor. And I know I have some high-level uh, players inside of the Epic Pro Academy that might be listening and thinking this might be for them. So I want to do them a favor as well. And I want you to share where they can go and fill out an application for Collective Genius to see if this would be a good fit for their business. Where should they go and do that? Um, first of all, thank you, sir. I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for that. Um, the best place to go is just go to the collectivegenius.com. The collectivegenius.com. There's a, a letter there. It's not a fancy website. It's pretty cut and dry. It'll tell you. You know what the collective genius is about, how it's orchestrated, what you can expect from it, um, and uh, it's 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 laid out pretty clean. It's very simple, um, and it's it's very simple. If it's it's something that you're interested in, um, again, you as you go through that letter, you'll go through an application uh, process, and you fill it out, and uh, it makes sense based upon what my assistant sees. She'll uh, her name is Jen. She'll set up a time for us to speak. Mm-hmm. And we'll just see if it makes sense. Um, and it's 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 very low key. You come and check it out. I'm checking you out. You're checking me out, um, or the group out. Um, and then we decide after we spent some time together if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have worked my butt off to build a group like this, and we don't invite people usually to come on board over a 20 minute conversation. And at the same time, if you're high caliber, we don't expect you to make a decision like that uh, over a 20 minute conversation. So it's, it's low key. You come check us out. We check you out. It's, right. it's pretty simple. But um, awesome. And I would encourage uh, equally, and uh, you know, if if you're putting together something like this on the front end of, of some of your events, I would encourage folks. Um, I just don't know of any other type of environment that will elevate your business more quickly mm-hmm. uh, than a mastermind. It's what the it's what the leaders do. It's the vehicle leaders use to stay on top. Right. Period. Right. Yeah. Well said. I like that. In fact, I might use that in at the top of the website. <laughs> the vehicle yeah. the leaders use to stay on top. I love it. That's that simple. Super, bud. All right. So I'm going to see you here in a couple months for our next Collective Genius meeting. 
And, uh, you know, if anyone listening, if you want to join us, come check it out. Check us out. Go ahead and go to, it's thecollectivegenius.com. There's a the in front of there. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. uh, there's somebody else over without the the. And we don't want you to end up over there and learning how to uh, macrame or something like that. Correct. And please let us know. If if, uh, if you come from Matt pod, Matt's podcast, listen to his name, please, please let us know. Super. Okay. Uh, that That is where you came from. So, uh We'll, we'll make sure to treat you bad since you came in with <laughs> right. give, give them a few extra hoops to jump through for sure. Well, yeah. one of the great things that have come out of this Collective Genius is a friend that I, I really cherish and really respect and love to spend time with. And that's you, Jason. And, and thank you for that. And just the opportunity to, to interact with you, network with you and, and be introduced to your people. And uh, I'm just... Uh, Got involved for another year. I'm looking forward to another great 12 months, just like the last 12 months were. And so that is just, I just want to acknowledge you for the, the awesomeness that you are doing in the real estate investor community and really the overall world, because you do some pretty awesome things there as well. Thank you, brother. I much appreciate that. And I'm honored, honored to have you. <laughs> I think you know that. Yeah. So. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Yeah. All righty. So let's, uh, let's do this again sometime. All right. Thanks for having me, brother. You Wish bet. everybody who's listening massive, massive success in 2015. Awesome. And he means that, by the way. Take care. Yeah. If exploring the possibility of becoming a member of the Collective Genius Mastermind, if that makes sense for you, go to thecollectivegenius.com and give it a shot. Try it on for size. Go ahead and explore. You know, if this is the one thing that was going to make a difference in your life, in your business, wouldn't it make sense to at least investigate? That's how I look at things. Thecollectivegenius.com. Go there and, and check it out. And stay tuned for an encore presentation of my interview with Robert Kiyosaki discussing his brand new book, Second Chance. Definitely the highlight of my podcasting career. It was quite an honor. And just stick around until the very end also, and I'll share with you how I'm giving out 50 copies of Robert Kiyosaki's new book, Second Chance. And I'm going to share with you how you can get a copy for free. And that and more in 30 seconds right after this. Real estate investors, you need to know this. If you do not have a lead capturing website, a recent study reveals that you are invisible to 90% of the people that want to do business with you. We are EpicRealEstateWebsites.com and we have an easy three-step solution for you. Step one, select a design. Step two, choose your domain name. Step three, check out. Boom! You are now online capturing the names, emails, and phone numbers of people that want to do business with you. Go to EpicRealEstateWebsites.com. Act now, and your domain name is free. EpicRealEstateWebsites.com. It's time for Financial Freedom Friday with Matt Terrio. Thank you, Robert, for taking time out to meet with us. And uh, oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. I, I feel like I—you've probably heard this a million times. I, I feel like I know you already. Oh, thank, uh, you. thank you. I read the original book, and I think I've read every single one since. Thank you. And you know, a lot of the stuff that you've probably heard a lot of times, it just feel, wouldn't feel right if we started this conversation without me at least thanking you. And oh, thank you. you know, you really changed my life, and not just in, in a uh, an idea way. I've actually been able to take an just about everything I think I've heard from you and implement it into my life and and stopped focusing on creating the piles of money and we're focused on creating streams of money. And we've been able to do that for our clients as well. And of all the people that I've interviewed, you know, they all at some point in our conversation cite Rich Dad Poor Dad as a turning point in their life. So just wanted to start by acknowledging you for the contribution that you've made to the world. Oh, I appreciate that. You, you bet. <clears throat> as, as you know, I'm, 
I'm at times controversial. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that that kind of leads perfectly into this next question: is that, you know, uh, I I hear a lot of your critics talk about its theory; it doesn't work, and and we've actually been able to to implement it and prove that it works, and we've we've held the hands of our clients and and had it work for them, and and I'm really curious to what your your opinion is of why the financial experts of today, the some of them with the biggest platforms, many of them household names, why are they? What's, where's the resistance? Why are they still subscribing to the, the work, 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 save, save, save type mentality? This is a middle, middle class mentality. Mm-hmm. It's very, very middle class. And nothing wrong with being middle class because <clears throat> I came from, should I say, middle, middle class. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's go to college, right. get a job, work hard, right. save money, yeah. you know, buy a house because your house is an asset. You know, get out of debt, <clears throat> live below your means, mm-hmm. and invest in the long term of the stock market. Right. That's extremely middle class. You know, play it safe and, you know, vote Republican or Democrat and your vote counts. And meanwhile, being, we've been ripped off, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. So as a little boy, as I write about my latest book, Second Chance, sure. which I get a copy of, is that all coins have three sides. There's no such thing as a one-sided coin. Mm-hmm. So when somebody takes a side, then you're ignorant because you don't see the other side. Mm-hmm. So what I say in second chance here is that a coin, all coins, there's no such thing as <clears throat> an exception to that coin. So there's heads, tails, and the edge. Mm-hmm. And intelligence occurs when you stand on the edge. Mm-hmm. So as a nine-year-old boy having a rich dad and a poor dad, you know, I had to stand on the edge. So my poor dad, you know, PhD, good man, honest man, hardworking, volunteered in civic duties and all that stuff. Everything a man should be, good father, never fooled around with my mother, was home every night, didn't drink that much, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Go to school, get a job, save, save money, work hard, your house is an asset, and da-da-da. So that was one side of the coin, the middle class side, of the, also the poor side of the coin. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the coin, the tail side, let's say, was my rich dad. He says, you're not going to get rich doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what the rich don't do that. Right. So as a t- nine or 10 year old boy, I'm standing on the edge of the coin, which is a story of rich dad, poor dad, looking over at the poor middle class on one side and the rich on the other. And since <clears throat> most people go to school and get a job and all this, right. that's all they know. And so when I say something else, like your house is not an asset, savers are losers, the rich don't work for money, right. you know, things like that, I don't invest in the stock market, the other side of the coin goes nuts. And they're un- so what you're able to do was read my book and stand on the edge of the coin and go, is it poor dad or is it rich dad? And so the people who took the side of rich dad, they're happy. They're moving forward and all this stuff. The guys who took poor dad think I'm the Antichrist. <laughs> you know, they think I'm Bin Laden or something. Right, you know what right. I mean? I'm a terrorist out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying don't go to school. I'm just saying school does not teach you this. Right. Because that was my poor dad. Right. So that's kind of the reason. And so for your people that listen to you, they stand on the edge and they have to make that decision too. Am I going middle class and poor or am I going to go rich? Mm-hmm. rich. Right. Do you see any, you know, even the book that came out 15 years ago, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? 1997. So oh, it's was almost, that or that? I thought about 2000, 20, 2001. Okay, so it was a long time ago. Yeah. It's been a long time. 
what type of, of progress have you seen in, in your message infiltrating the, uh, the, the mainstream? Or has it? Are you discouraged? Are you encouraged by what's going on right now? No, it's like I said. All coins have three sides. Right. You know, there's no such thing as a one-sided coin. Right. There's not one size fits all. Right. That's right? what you're saying. So the people who are on the go to school, get a job, work mm -hmm. hard, save money, invest for the long term, live below your means, they're still doing what they do. Mm -hmm. You know, and the guys like you said, oh, okay, I'm going this side. Right. So there is what I consider a migration. You know, so certain people are going this way, this way, this way, especially... Look, in 1997, I said your house is not an asset, and I was crucified. Right. You know, I was not a Jewish guy. I'm a Japanese guy hanging on the cross, you know. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Then, in, so in 2007, you know, the subprime mortgage crashed. Mm -hmm. And so everything I said came true. I said your house is not an asset, and millions, and all across the world, millions of people found out their house is a liability. Right. But, you know, <clears throat> they still think a house is an asset, even though it's a liability. Mm -hmm. And the other thing happened was in 2008, you know, quantitative easing started, TARP programs and all this, and they found out that savers are losers. So I had written a book a little bit earlier. We can show it on the cryon. It was called Rich Dad's Prophecy. So Rich Dad's Prophecy came out in 2002. So I'm still the bad guy up in 2002, and I said the biggest stock market crash in history is coming in 2016. So I am 12 years out making, the, making that forecast. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the charts, 2016 is coming. It sure is. And <clears throat> I still, I, it may not be 2016, and I hope it doesn't happen. But if that Rich Dad's prophecy comes true, the upper middle class will get wiped out because most Americans, most people throughout the world today <clears throat> are in the stock market. In other words, if, if you work for the government of, let's say, Arizona, California, Arizona, your retirement's in the stock market. If you're a school teacher, your retirement is in the stock market. So never has the stock market, you know, the Dow, let's say, been so high. The Dow is over 17,000. And they're saying, oh, come on in, man, the stock market's high. You gotta be crazy, right? Why would you buy at an all time high? Because the only direction to go next is down. Yes. So that's why in 2002, 2004, Rich Dad's, Rich Dad's Prophecy, and hopefully it doesn't come true, but if it does, we're going to see a depression like we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. This is too deep of a question. You can redirect it if you want. But if, if these prophecies do come true in 2016, your, your, your prediction of the biggest stock market crash, what are some of the things that someone could do right now to prepare themselves for that, so to mitigate their damage and mitigate their loss? Well, as, as being as capitalistic as possible, buy this book here. Okay. <laughs> That's why I wrote this book, because it just came out in uh, January mm -hmm. of 2015. And the book's in three parts, past, present, future. Mm -hmm. So the reason most people cannot see the future is because they've never had anything. They don't understand the past. So part one of this book is written very, very simply. I use a lot of pictures, you know, uh, pictures like this. Mm -hmm. So everybody can understand, a 10-year-old kid can understand, because I could understand Great. it. And you'll see what's happening in the past, and when you can see the past, you can see the future. Mm -hmm. And so part three of this book is the future, <clears throat> stuff like this. And you'll understand standing on the edge of the coin. When you read this book, you will stand on the edge of the coin, and you go, okay, 
This is what the middle class is doing. This is what the poor is doing on this side. Mm -hmm. And this is what the rich are doing. Mm -hmm. The rich are not on the stock market. They're going to get out. Right. So all the guys who invest for the long term for their 401k, hopefully I'm wrong, will be wiped out. So all the doctors, the lawyers, the CEOs and all that, anybody whose retirement is based on the stock market is in trouble, trouble. In, in danger. Mm -hmm. If I'm correct, if my rich dad's correct. Right. So rich dad, second chance here is saying this. Read the past, stand in the present, and look at the future. Got it. And you make your mind up. Because your second chance, this may be it. This may be the biggest opportunity of all, simply because, as you and I know, more money is made when the markets crash. You know what I mean? That's, mm -hmm. is I made more money after 2007 buying the best real estate at cheap prices at right. low interest rates. Right. That's how you get rich. Mm -hmm. And all the fools jump in when prices are high. Mm -hmm. So idiots jump in at the top, and the rich guys jump in at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And that's what this book's about. Got it's it. your second chance to make a, I hate to say make a killing, but not get killed. Mm -hmm. I, I can't wait to read it. I haven't, just is the first time seeing it. I knew about it, though. Um, I made it very simple mm -hmm. so a kid can understand it. But also, you can talk to your friends. You see if it's in pictures. You have friends who are saying, yeah, I'm going to invest for the long term in my 401k. If you just look at part one, they go, oh, my God, maybe mm -hmm. I should rethink something. Right. You know, based off your past books, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind it's going to be outstanding, and I can't wait to read it. Well, it depends on who you talk to. Oh, well. You know, your financial <laughs> planners will hate this book. <laughs> They'll hate it. Which I is, love it. They've always hated my books anyway. I love it. I love it. So my, my big question is something I've always wanted to ask you. If I ever had the opportunity to sit down with you, one thing I always wanted to ask was, you know, with so much of the world now getting their education from Robert Kiyosaki, where does Robert Kiyosaki get his financial education from? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Robert Kiyosaki in 30 seconds. Your portfolio has seen better days. But this too shall pass. And the best for you is yet to come. Together, we'll get you there faster. We're cash flow savvy. And we'd like to share some information with you that will show you how you can take control of your financial future and accelerate its arrival. Go to cashflowsavvy.com. More building, less waiting. Cashflowsavvy.com. Where does Robert Kiyosaki get his financial education from? Well, again, it's covered in Second Chance. It is? Okay. Yeah. There was two. Convenient. There were, there were, <laughs> there were, no, there were two men who really influenced my life. One was my rich dad, obviously. Mm -hmm. my, my poor dad also, because he was a good man, humanitarian, mm -hmm. a socialist. And my rich dad was a capitalist. So rich dad really affected me. But there was another man who was more of a socialist. His name was Dr. R. Buckminster Fuller. Mm -hmm. And he's considered the planet's friendly genius, because he wanted a planet that worked for everybody. Mm -hmm. But he was also known as a futurist. So Second Chance is about Dr. Buckminster Fuller, and the story starts in 1967 when I was 20 years old, and I was schooled in New York, and I hitchhiked from New York to Montreal, the Expo 67, to see the World's Fair on the future. Bucky Fuller's dome was the U.S. pavilion on the future. Mm -hmm. So I'm a 20-year-old kid, I walk into this dome, it's massive, you know, I'm going, wow. And all of a sudden, I go, wow, this guy, is, he's, he's in another dimension. He's another realm of thought. You know, mm -hmm. and I went, wow. So I started to understand, as Fuller did, you can actually see the future. Mm -hmm. He is considered a futurist because he actually found a way to see the future. So Second Chance was designed 
to allow the reader to see the, their future, not my future, your future, their future. Mm-hmm. And you can see the future, then you can make changes. That's, mm-hmm. that, so really, it was Bucky Fuller and my rich dad. And Bucky Fuller and rich dad were as opposite as you can get. You know, mm-hmm. one was a capitalist, Fuller was a socialist. Mm-hmm. But then in 1983, a year after his death, I studied with Fuller three different times, 81, 82, and 83. And then a year, two weeks after my last time with him, he passed away, mm. July 1st, 1983. And, a few, and I was just lost. It's like losing a father. You know? sure. <clears throat> and then a few months later, his book came out posthumously. It was called The Grunch of Giants. So we can show that on screen. Sure. It's a hard book to read. Buck is hard to read. But Grunch of Giants was saying the same thing my rich dad was saying. Mm. And that's when they came together. Got it. And when I understood those two, I could see my future, if you know what I mean. I mm-hmm. thought, wow. And that meant I could not do what I was doing anymore. I was, <clears throat> I was in rock and roll, <laughs> mm-hmm. working the police, Duran Duran, Iron Maiden, Boy George, Van Halen. You know, I was having a lot of fun, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Right. But suddenly, when I could see what my rich dad was saying to come true and what Bucky Fuller was saying to come true, in 84, I sold everything. And... That's where I met my wife, Kim. Mm-hmm. And I said, in good conscience, I can no longer be in rock and roll, just making money to make money. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've got to start teaching. So we can all do something. Right. And I just, you know, even if it's a little, little thing, we can all do something. Right. And so what Kim and I did, my friend Blair Singer, the Rich Dad Advisor, we just started to teach. And nobody listened to us. Mm-hmm. They still don't listen to us. <laughs> but we can all do something. So right. really, that's kind of the story of... Bucky Fuller, his book, Grunch of Giants, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and now Second Chance. It's a combination of the three books. Super. Well, it's in stores now. You can go to Amazon and and pick up a copy. Can I add something for those of you who are actually interested? Sure. When I invest, people think I'm a real estate investor. Mm -hmm. When you read Second Chance, you'll understand I do not invest for real estate. I invest using using debt and taxes. Mm Mm-hmm. You see, on one side of the coin is a poor middle class. And the poor middle class, debt and taxes makes them poor. And the reason the rich are getting richer today is because on the other side of the coin, debt and taxes makes the rich richer. Mm -hmm. And so it's so opposite. And the reason people cannot see, the poor middle class cannot see what the rich are doing is because they have no education. And I, I commend you for giving them the education. But when you read Second Chance, you'll understand when the market started coming down in 2007, I didn't get out of debt. Mm -hmm. My partner, Ken McElroy, is my real estate guy, partner Mm -hmm. and all this. We borrowed nearly $500 million. So when everybody's trying to get out of debt, we're getting into debt. It's opposite, the opposite side of the coin. Sure. So we bought with debt the banker's money. It's actually your money because you're savers. You know, so <laughs> right. we, we bought $500 million worth of real estate at approximately 5%. In 2014, because the economy is so bad, and that's tax-free money too. Mm-hmm. Debt is tax-free money. It's lovely stuff. <laughs> and <clears throat> so when 2014, they reduced our interest rates from 5% to 3%. So do the math. Just two, what's two percent of five hundred million dollars? That's quite That's a bit. money in my pocket. Right. Tax-free money. So more than anything else, second chance is for your people, mm-hmm. because they're actually already proactive, thinking the way you think. Right. 
So it's not really real estate, it's debt and taxes. It's the same as oil and gas. Why am I in oil and gas? You know, the price of oil is coming down. It has nothing to do with the price of oil. It has to do with taxes. When I invest a million dollars in oil, or you, you can invest 10000 let's say, you get 80% of your money back in taxes. Mm-hmm. So the raised and the rich are getting richer, and the poor and middle class are getting poor. It's two words, debt, taxes. And Second Chance will have you understand that. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying everybody can do it, mm-hmm. but you will understand that. And that's why the guys in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and all that do not like what I say because debt and taxes works against them. Right. I hate to say this every time when we started printing money, quantitative easing, we basically took the poor middle class and threw them under the bus. We said, screw you. We have to protect the rich. And I hate to say this, nothing has changed. So in closing, if it's closing, I'll just say, your job is to stand on the edge. Poor middle class on one side, rich on the other side, and be the intelligent thing to stand on the edge of the coin read Second Chance and see which side is best for you and do what's best for you. Because I don't expect people to do what I do. Right. But you got to do what you do. Right. And everybody out there knows their situation much better than we do. Yes. You know, read the book and make up a decision, make up your own decision. Yes. Right? Robert, I appreciate yes. it so much. Thank you. Thanks this for coming awesome. all the way from L.A. Oh, you bet. You bet. And thanks for uh, taking time on a Saturday morning to uh, Thanks to for meet teaching. With me. More than, uh, teaching is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's rewarding, isn't it? It's soul satisfying. Absolutely. To get a free copy of Robert Kiyosaki's new book, Second Chance, here's what you can do. I'm giving away 50 of them. Go to iTunes and then go to the Epic Real Estate Investing Podcast and leave a review sharing what you liked most about today's interview with Robert Kiyosaki. And if you've already left a review for this podcast, iTunes will only let you leave a review once. If you've already done it for this podcast, share your review over at my new show, Turnkey Real Estate Investing. Once you've done that, send me an email to podcast at epicrealestate.com with second chance in the headline. And for the first 50 people that I receive these emails from, I will ship you a hard copy book of Second Chance. Robert Kiyosaki's new book just released, I think, two weeks ago. All righty. That was a long one. That was a long day. (laughs) See you in a few days with a much shorter episode on Third Degree Thursday. That's it for today. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.